When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BBQ.com for more information. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning UPD. Thank you, Whistle. It is 614 in the morning sickness. Ready to go. Thursday morning. Glorious things happening outside. Eric's going to go out there and uh, teach you things. You're going to learn things this morning. You're going to learn different ways to do stuff. And it's right there in the paper. Learn how. It's almost like he's uh, some sort of uh, those traveling book salesman that comes to town and can teach you the smarter things to do in your life. Learn how you can own a yacht like Tom Vu. Hi, Tom Vu. You like being like me? Wait a minute. That guy's admitting he's an ugly Asian and he's surrounded by supermodels on a yacht. You like me like me? Yeah, I like be like you. I want, I want that. How I like be like you? Let me learn you how. Nine DVDs. And yeah. it's done. You buy nine DVD, $185. You, you like be like me. Look at Tom Vu life. You like the lie? You're not living Tom Vu life. I would watch that every night at 2 in the morning. I mean, this guy's got something figured out. Even if he's only hanging out with these girls for 30 minutes for the infomercial, that's more than I'm doing. I make an infomercial with hot chick. Tell everybody millionaire. It's worth it. Better than what you're doing, fat ass. That's true. <laughs> My fat ass is watching you live this life. Whether it's real or not. Is that him from his Indonesian roots? How <laughs> to make money now? I tell Vu. I must have watched this 400 times. <laughs> it's just him on a yacht with just smoking hot American models. I think you'd be like me. Where's Tom Vu today? Uh, let's find out. Tom Vu now. Check out Tom Vu's net worth. Yeah, Tom Vu. I don't trust that net worth site. I've talked to a couple people and that thing's a complete farce. Yeah. But. Give or take. Give or take 10 million, usually. <laughs> yeah. If it says you got 8 million, you're give or take 10. So you're either upside down two or not. But yeah, I wonder if Tom Vu's still hanging in there. But Eric's going to be your Tom Vu today. He's going to be out there uh, telling you how you can do one thing and learn about something else. <laughs> It's a great way to make you feel like something's happening. Lost it all in a poker game, Tom Vu. Come to my event and I'll teach you how to be a millionaire. It doesn't say that, does it? No. <laughs> no. 
That would be great, though. Be hilarious. I lose everything. Don't let that be like me. Oh, gambling. Gambling bitch. Those Asians are good at poker, though. Yeah, they are. They always scare the crap out of me, and they sit at my table. They're good at dealing. They're good you at dealing. You know what I never see? An Asian playing blackjack. Like, you'd think it would counterbalance the Asian dealer jinx that's always there. I think they play blackjack as much. It's for, like, drunken white people. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> as good as they are at manipulating the cards with just their ability to be Asian... You'd think that they could swing the dealer's jinx back towards the players, but it never happens. That Asian dealer Tom is now is a successful poker player. He is playing some poker. poker How about that? And has earned $1.5 million in poker as of May twentieth, two 2009. You like be like me. Oh, that was two thousand. That was back in the poker game. Oh, yeah, right. but you like be like me. Second place finish of the 2007 World Series of Poker, $1,000 No Limit Hold'em event. And it was such a smart infomercial, too, because he, he like he, they, they really played up his inability to speak English clearly. It's just like, this idiot can barely even speak the language he's making millions. Here I am. What, what am I waiting for? I'm going to go to the guy's seminar. It's going to be great. And Vu is all in. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Tom Vu all in. <laughs> Come on. Cool. Be like me. I've always wanted to be like you, all right? So I, I can only imagine what this seminar is about. So get your Tom real Lou? estate license. Yeah. Um, buy housing. Go buy Buy housing and rent a house. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, house makes you money. Then you buy more house with that money. Then the next thing you know, you Tom Blue, you'd be like like me. Playing cards, babes, yachts. Seems so easy. Tom, what if I haven't got any money to buy the first house? Oh, no. Big trouble. You come to next seminar. How to get money to buy first house, be like me. Borrow from Tom Vu. You have to sell kidney. <laughs> Tom Vu carry yeah. you. Tom Vu carry low. He carry note. Here's some of his favorite quotes. Nice Today I'm going to show you a sport car. I drive sport car. First, you need a lot of money. <laughs> Quote two, your friend are loser. <laughs> your friends are losers. Now that is a pretty accurate <laughs> statement for most people who can't make money. <laughs> Look around you at the people you're with. Probably equal to you. Look at number four. You think these girls like me? No. They like my money. <laughs> he was honest. <laughs> what if yeah. you bought a house worth 300000 for 200000 Think of the profit you could make. 100000 <laughs> Simper math. I used to love Tom Vu. And I'm not going to lie. I've paused the Tom Vu infomercial back in the early Should 90s I on the VHS. order it? The VHS. Really? Oh, yeah. I tossed to those models. They were all over them. And some of them were, you know, just stellar hot. Some of those bikinis were incredible. Back in the dark times. Oh, man, back in the days when you have to record, rewind, pause. Beautiful. Masturbate magazines. No problem with that. Vu's main strategy was to control rather than to own real estate. Yeah. So you'd go out and look for distressed properties, foreclosures right. and such, offer to buy these houses at incredible discounts. He yeah. claimed to never offer more than 50% of market Slumlord. value. Slumlord away. He said it would depend on whether it was the buyer's or seller's market and how much he discounted. Be like me. Would. Buy garbage. Well, when you come from Indonesian huts and stuff, <laughs> you're 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 more likely to to like think that garbage is worth something to someone. I would never go in there. I'm going to put my money in this mess. Oh no, these huts be worth something. Land alone, you never be like Tom Vu. I love Tom Vu. Always renters. But Eric is t- he's our Tom Vu today because he's going to go out there and teach you how <laughs> you can get things. Do this, and I'll teach you how to do this. Yeah, you can read it. It's exactly how it is, right? Eric Vu will be out at Albertsons this morning from 7 to 9 on West Deer Valley Road in Peoria, 83rd Avenue in Deer Valley. Learn how you can get free tickets to the greatest show on grass when you shop at your local Albertsons or Safeway. Purchase $40 of participating products and learn how to get tickets. Is it 
As soon as you hit the $40 mark, like You a- just spent 40 bucks. I'm going to let you in on a secret. <laughs> Tickets are on sale. <laughs> Pretty much everywhere. Get them anywhere. <clears throat> that lady over there has got them. How long is the learning process? <laughs> just a few minutes of your time, please. Uh, you got all sorts of stuff out there. KUPD stuff. $50 in Albertsons gift cards, which is great. You get yeah. tickets to Supercross Series, which is coming up here uh, a couple weeks. Monster Gyms right around the corner. And, of course, tickets to the Phoenix Open, the greatest show on grass, which it is. You don't even have to like golf. People watching, judging human beings, picking out the ladies who are after the millionaires, and picking out the dudes who have that process figured out, who are dressed as millionaires but don't have a penny. Jeremy. A perfect example. Our intern, Jeremy, could put a suit on and wander around. You look older than you actually are. You do. You slick it up a little bit in one suit, one purchase of a suit, and you're going to get some lady. And all you have to say to her goes, "Uh, my house is being renovated right now, so we can't go back there. But if you guys want to party at your place, I'll be more than happy to get there. You rent yourself an Uber because you're too responsible to take your own Lamborghini out. And these chicks will follow you anywhere. Wrap like 40 ones in two $100 bills. Keep it in a nice money clip. It is the easiest kill in the history of women, period. And I know it's the hashtag Me Too movement, but no holds barred out there at the Phoenix Open because those women are the one doing the harassing. And it's going to rain uh, this weekend and hopefully again in a couple weeks, right before the Phoenix Open starts. And then you get to see uh, women staked in the sides of the hills, which is my favorite thing in the world. They wear their high heels, and if they stand too long, they plug themselves into the earth, and it's a tough get out. A lot of times you'll just walk by and you'll see shoes stuck in the earth and two women trying to pull them out with their hands. I love the Phoenix Open. Yeah, first round next week. Could could see some oh, rain. Get some rain in there and watch those women start to sink into the earth. <laughs> There's nothing better. And if you get out of the bird's nest on Wednesday night, yeah. you can check out Flo Rida. Is Flo Rida here? Sweet. I know they're shooting for uh, trying to get Snoop Dogg over the well, weekend. but Flo Rida, I sat next to him at a Terrence Crawford fight, and he wore a salmon suit, which was a brave decision. But only Flo Rida could pull off. My friend Mark and I just kept going, that's Flo Rida, I think. Is that Flo Rida? I'm like, I don't know. I'll ask. Excuse me, Florida? Florida? He's not responding. That has to be the funniest event for those guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They go out there and just a bunch of older white people out there dancing, doing the white man <laughs> yeah. dance. Welcome to my <laughs> house. I'm seriously Baby, funky right now. <laughs> we don't have to go. Yeah. Flo. Get him, Florida. Hey, Flo, can we get a picture? I loved Florida in the in the Negro show, uh, Good Times. Remember Florida Evans? <laughs> Welcome to my house. <laughs> Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to unbutton another Tommy Bahama button. I know I'm taking a chance. (laughs) All right, let's get some cigars and be douches over here now. Just the funniest scene. I might have to go just to watch Uh, it. I've I've been to the Phoenix Open 10, 15 times. I've watched golf twice. (laughs) All right, Florida's getting it. (laughs) Vanessa, come dance to that song you used to like by the Negro. I know this one. I'm a badass. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to go out. Yeah. Ooh. Welcome to my house. Yes. Very expensive. You are so spot on. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. I've been there a hundred times. I hosted it one night, which was the worst night of my life. I was way before the bird's nest was important. They let me go up when on stage. When it was stage on and, the ground. No, it was, it was right there. It was Did the it tent right the there. Side? Yeah. yeah. And we were off to the side. You walked through that tunnel and you walked in and I got to introduce 
Duck Soup and Semisonic and a couple other bands, but the the douche. Who was it? Someone. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Asked you to take the the off, or yet they were mad at the end. Oh, that was a different. That was oh, Mickey okay, that Thomas, was, yeah. the former singer of Starship, <laughs> yeah, yelled right. at me because I started to sing "Fooled Around and Fell in Love." I'm like, hey, who's ready to go? Woo! Fooled around and fell. The guy comes out. He goes, "Stop singing that. That's not even him." I'm like it is too. Well, he he sang it, but it was a different band. I'm like, oh, so he doesn't do that one. He doesn't need you singing it. And here's what you have to say: Hailing from San Francisco. I'm like, oh, here we go. So I went out there with a note written on my hand. Hailing from San Francisco, the lead singer of the Jefferson Starship, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Mickey Thomas. I was like, what was that? They made me say that. And then he came out, all right, all full of beans. But that was a different thing. Yeah, get out there for flow ride. Don't go out and be natural. Oh, God, no. We don't want that. No. We want this to be as... As cracker vanilla as possible, <laughs> please go out there and ruin the introduction and bring no energy to the party there by are saying things of you'd never say. Out there. You'd never say this stuff. So go out there and say these words that never would come to mind and try to make it energetic. And don't foul up or he won't come out. That was the other threat. If you screw up his intro, he won't come out. And then now that I've been in radio and done this enough to know, that basically means he hated this gig. He was looking for any excuse not to go out there. And so they gave me this impossible that they didn't count on me being so crude and hillbilly that I would actually write down every word on my hand and not care. All right. Is this right? Yeah, we didn't count on that. We thought you'd try to remember it. <laughs> nope. I'm new, so I'm going to do everything as best I can. If that were today, it would be like, come on, go. F- almost said it. <laughs> go <laughs> f- yourself. Yeah. I'll introduce Mickey. Don't worry about it. Hey, kids. Oh, he's doing it. He's getting Mickey out of it. Anyway. Uh, the Olympics are right around the corner, too. And uh, I am shocked. I am shocked at what I'm reading. Adam Rippon shreds lead Olympic delegate Mike Pence over his homophobic policies. Now, the Olympics have always been political, right? So one of our figure skaters, Adam Rippon, very angry that Mike Pence will be the lead delegate taking the entire team over there to Pyeongchang, South Korea. Really? The vice president does that? Yeah, well, they do that a lot. So, you know, I mean, remember Hitler's games and all that? They always have a political leader that goes along. Okay. So uh, Rippon uh, once said uh, he's an anti-gay zealot, and I don't want anything to do with this. If, uh, if I have to meet him or anything like that, if I, you know, if I won't do it. And then the, then the shocking sentence that I never I, – I, this blew my mind. Rippon is the first openly gay athlete selected to compete for the United States at the Winter Games. No what? way. That's what I what? said. No, That's have they garbage. not seen Johnny Weir? Was Johnny not out? So this he means he's going to be dressed like a showgirl. If Boy, he's the first, if what we've no seen, way. if what we've seen before is the closeted gays, wow, that story's. Imagine what he's going to be. That story's off. Well, he's the only one, evidently, because I read brave. further. You read further. He's the only one that, prior to the Olympic Games, has said out loud, "I am gay." It was assumed in all other cases. Johnny Weir, you didn't have to do much work. What website is this? Again? Deadspin. 
It's Deadspin. Deadspin coming uh, off of uh, wrong. Coming off of something else. Oh, we know they're wrong, but there could be a technicality in there that none of the other ones ever said, I'm super gay. They never actually came out and said it. Again, Johnny Weir didn't have to. He wore gay. But if he's the most if he's the most open going in, I'm going to watch this like crazy. This is going to be an unbelievable. You know, there's probably, I mean, it's not, right? There's probably a reason behind it because if it's like if that's out, does that uh, slant uh, the judging? I, the, you know, because yeah, it would make your judges, judges like you more. The gays are better at it. The gays or are the much other better way, for Because there's certainly some countries out there that are like. That's the true. Guy. The Russian judge yeah. would probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. All right. Take a look Freddy at the scores. Let's take a look at the scores for Adam Rippon. <laughs> Six nine, six nine, six nine, six nine, and the Russian judge just wrote "fag." <laughs> Not quite how Adam thought it would go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. I never thought. Yeah, of. no, that is probably a good point. So he's the first openly gay U.S. skater. So he's going to lose. But again, <laughs> doom. You don't think the Russian judge was aware enough to look at Johnny Weir's feather cap? Maybe and not. Say, mm. I don't know. You know what? I admire the fact that he's not saying he is. Well, technically, he has never said he is a Peter Puffer. <laughs> right. So I must make this. And then Scott Hamilton. I think wasn't they still gay. believe they could change them. Right. So. Well, Mike right. Pence does. And so does Mike Pence. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what he's uh, assured the uh, judges. I'll have him switched around by the time the game. I thought for sure Scott Hamilton was twinking 80s, but I was wrong, so I no longer judge. I just judge skating. I don't judge people. I'm openly gay. How much gayer can figure skating be now that he's he's open? If, the, if, if what we've seen in the past is the closeted gay performances, I can't imagine. There's going to be dildos and, like... If, Feather ticklers no, and Benoit balls. Not. Yeah, if he's instead the openly of, gay one. flowers hitting yeah, the ice. Just still those flying in. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Openly gay skater. He'd have a nice collection, wouldn't he? You're the gayest of the gay ones? I don't believe so. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah, get out of here. Valley. Yeah. Yeah, you got a long drive today. Good luck. 83rd Avenue and Deer Valley Road at the Albertsons. But, yeah, so just keep that in mind when you're watching. Adam Rippon is the first openly gay athlete in the winter games think of all you've seen in the winter games all of it pair skating's always brother and sister and you're like oh, this is creepy if that guy wasn't gay and then sends us this yeah it says uh, in 2013 mike pence signed a bill that would put gay couples in jail just for applying for a marriage license finally <laughs> about time you know what they do in jail right <laughs> that's where they, they drive mike it. pence crazy <laughs> Wait a minute, we put him in jail to punish him and all they're doing is having butt sex like crazy? Damn it, backfired huge. Yeah, so he says, uh, yeah, and Rippin's big and loud about it. He's like, you mean Mike Pence that's going to be there, the same Mike Pence that funded gay conversion therapy? I'm not buying it. If it were before my event, I would absolutely not go out of my way to meet somebody who I felt was going out of their way to not only show they aren't a friend of a gay person, but they think that they're sick people. I won't go out of my way to meet someone like that. Bye. It didn't end with a bye, but I assume that's how he ended the interview. <laughs> so anyway, there's your first openly gay U.S. winter figure skater, which shocked me. I don't care about the Mike Pence story. I don't care. That part of the story was the one that my eyes just went pie plate. What? But, Brady, you probably make a great point. Because even, like, you know, some of the, the lady downhill skier. They're lesbians. There's tons there's of them. A- tons of lesbians and gays in there. You're telling me this is the first openly gay winter athlete? That's all there are in the winter games. You get on that ice outside of hockey, ain't nothing but gay. There's no way. I mean, Scott Hamilton's still 
baffles, surprises. You know, my well, wife and Boitano, 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 super good. But Scott Hamilton was like super. This is he not out? Ever. No, he's got El- a wife. Elvis wasn't. Elvis, what was Stoyanko it? Stoyanko. He's Canadian. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Stoyanko was a Canuck. Oh. I don't even know if they have straight people there anyway. Of course, there's the first openly heterosexual Canadian comes out. Well, yeah. So there's your story of the year right there. The very first gay U.S. athlete, figure skater. And it's fine that he's gay, but I'm just shocked beyond belief that he's the first first one to come out. And I wonder if it will affect the judges. Because there's got to be a few of them that still. I would, he's very good, but he should be in the women's category. Well, no. When you see the uh, yeah. one. <laughs> one. Point one. <laughs> point one. Really? He missed everything? Point one. I give him points. I give you a gun. That I didn't, perfect routine. I didn't give him zeros. Everyone else gave him nine eights. Zero point one. I saw something hanging out of his bottom. Oh, come on, Vladimir. Ugh, you make me sick. I did not like his suit. All the other guys aren't gay? No, not openly. And that's why I like my homos. Closeted and figure skating. <laughs> if you're a judge of figure skating and you're homophobic, what a nightmare you've put yourself in. That's like cleaning up. It's like being afraid of dogs and being at the Humane Society. It's, you're going to be surrounded by gay you're a homophobic figure skating judge. Come they have on. a huge judge meeting, and they all draw their events. Yeah. They pick out of a hat. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? I work all four years on judging biathlon, and I get figure skating. I took a chance. Great. So many gay guys. If he is, his genitals have been pixelated. No one's seen it. No one knows actually what he's in. But yeah, that Johnny Weir won, like, third place. And he was like, okay, we've got this guy. Is Maybe he so got something he's not in on the list. No, he wasn't a gold medalist. Oh, or did he well, get no, something he's not on the medal list. Right. Oh, he didn't make a medal? He didn't make I a medal. He got a medal. Well, Johnny wasn't a, he didn't pairs. He was a he single was solo. guy. Yeah. But he was so incredibly flamboyant. He didn't have to come out of the closet. But yeah, there you go. We've only had one, evidently. That says a lot about, you know. <laughs> Johnny, you know, if I ran into Johnny at a bar, I, I'd find maybe in the right outfit. She's pretty. I've gone out I mean, with uglier looks girls. Like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Come on, man. And the quote is: "Saddle, saddle up, <laughs> saddle up." Johnny Weir does the dance. He's just—he's in uh, something Joan Crawford would have worn. He's being the genie. giant hat. He needed to come out. Really? We needed the, we needed an announcement. I didn't know he was. You gay. didn't think? You just assumed otherwise, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just—you can't tell. Come on, <laughs> look at this. It's his fashion in Sochi, and I'm fine with it. But you know. I guess that's true. I guess that is the uh, the trials and tribulations of being a, a gay guy. Do we need people to come out officially? Even scared in figure for? skating to say so. And just by saying I'm a figure skater is the same as saying I'm gay. I mean, it's assumed. Most of the time you have to come out as a heterosexual figure skater. It's, uh, it's dominated by gays. They're very good at it. It's like Asians in math. Three-time U.S. national champion, <laughs> not Olympic gold medal winner. Johnny Weir. Mm. Got his ass kicked in the Olympics, huh? Mm. Well, Japanese boys. I remember the Sochi thing. They were just saying, do not go outside the village. 
if you're gay. Yeah, yeah they were they were making a big deal out of they're that. They were, they were trying to politicize how yeah. Russia's uh, views are a little backwards. Anyway, Adam Rippon's your first one. I had no idea. Again, I always just assumed that if you're a figure skater, you probably had dabbled. You may not have. It may not have stuck. Like Jay Moore did about 25 minutes Friday night about uh, he and his friends blowing each other when they were little kids because they were all kind of abused. And it was a very funny story, but it didn't stick. I assume figure skaters. You'll just tell me if you like ladies, because I assume I assume the opposite first. Call me judgmental, but I I like my figure skaters gay. They move better. Apparently, Johnny Weir made his big splash in the Champions on Ice tour. Oh, post. Well, he and Terry Lipinski. He was a crowd favorite. Of course, he's a flamboyant showman, like Cher. <laughs> like Cher. He's amazing when you watch him. You're like, all right, that's he's brave. Even gay people are like, that's too far. You're making us look weird. <laughs> He's also got a musical career, John. Of course he does. Singing Streisand songs in Garland, right? <laughs> of course he does, Toledo. You don't, these are things you don't need to announce, which is why I'm surprised we're even calling Adam Rippon the first openly gay figure skater from the United States. I, come on. But I want to. Brady makes a good point. I want to go back in, in history and see like there was a French... Figure skater who was openly gay, who had a nice performance, but a couple of those Eastern Bloc judges were like, nope. We don't want this infiltrating our manly sport. Oh, they, you know, <laughs> it's for sure noted that they're the judging, not necessarily on that, but there's something they don't like about that. Person. Oh, it's corrupt. Yeah. yeah. They can pick and choose who they want to win. Where right. was the face of Mac Cosmetics holiday mm-hmm. line called Glitter and Ice? Not openly gay. <laughs> I didn't need him to say so. He's probably mad about that. Anyway. Yeah, Johnny Weir would confuse you. You get a little drunk and you're with this flat-chested girl with short hair and you're kind of like, you know what? You're pretty. Really? You think so? I do. You got kind of a cool name. I like girls with boy names. Okay. He'll be on the broadcast team. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he and Tara Lipinski are already making the rounds. Absolutely. Yeah. They're all over the place. So The Olympics should be quite interesting this year. If, in fact, that's that's a dilemma for us. But what are you going to do? What are we, two weeks away? Yeah, February, first week of February it gets going. February 8th, 8th? or 9th, I think, they get yeah. the uh, ceremony. Opening. Yeah, pretty sweet. So uh, get that together. And, of course, the Stormy Daniel story, which has got me excited, too. Is a, We've had presidents do things in the past with whores. Marilyn Monroe, notably, still put that guy on money. And somewhere in the last 30 years, we don't like our presidents to be sluts. Even though prior to that, it but we're didn't, oddly didn't accepting of this one. What the Stormy Daniels thing? Yeah. Eh, her credibility shot. She wrote a letter and said it never happened, and then she said it did because she, she cited non disclosure yeah, when she was given one hundred and thirty k. Credibility's gone, which didn't happen. Yeah, you're, and that, that, and she said that didn't happen in her letter, so you can't judge what this one's a mess. This story's a mess, but it's still kind of one of those things that I find hypocritical that so many people look back at you know the JFK story is just what a wonderful human being. I think I was banging Marilyn Monroe, the porn star of her day. That wasn't really porn like there is today so if you got close to porn back in 60 it was her she was the raciest of the racy she was the bombshell everybody and kennedy was nailing the tar out of her knocking up interns and doing all sorts of stuff now our president has sex with a porn star 10 years ago if he did in fact do it everybody's up in arms we've lost our way america our president used to have sex with the hot starlets now they've got to hide it. Used to be a badge of honor for those guys. 
Heck, Bobby and John passed Maryland back and forth. It was a family affair. America was well aware of it. And, and their secretary. Okay. Oh, the secretary and the, the one girl that was uh, 19 that got pregnant in the pool because John had a business meeting. So she's not sure if it was John or Bobby. She put that in there because I uh, have a uh, meeting. I've got to get out of this pool party. Bobby, uh, continue effing this girl for me. We have a very similar DNA. Hi, I'm Bobby. I'll be uh, taking over the uh, penis position here. All right. Tell another I'm supposed to feel sorry for her. Anyway, the hashtag Me Too movement, if it was the Kennedy uh, <laughs> administration, would have been everyone. Be We've lost our way. Be careful what? with the Kennedys around the water. Always. Well, if Teddy would have done a cannonball, everybody would have had to get out. Cannonball! <laughs> we uh, have to get out. Uh, this is a bad mix. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the big board over there, Richard? Oh. Big board of musical treats today. Brought to you by... ELOteam.com. Need a house? Hit up ELOteam.com. Eric's going to a seminar later today. Is he really? Yeah, he's got his wife. Tom Vu? Tom Vu's in town. He's going to a seminar on how to be a better whatever he is. <laughs> uh, he's got Slayer up there, Raining Blood, P.O.D., Boom, Rammstein, Mind Teal, and Devil Driver. End of the line. I think Devil Driver might be coming to town soon. Yeah. I just hope... That Eric gets when he gets drugged to these things. He doesn't. The one thing I always used to hate when, especially around sales, they don't people, have cocktails. No, the say, Oh, good lord! If they comes out cocktail. on fire. Yes, I used to hate that when we went to a sales seminar. And I'm telling you, man, life's going to be different for me. And they come out all juiced up, basically, just being a suggestible knob. Is I what think Eric's become. got a pretty good head on his shoulders as far as uh, that goes. We'll He's see. not susceptible usually. This this dude he's going to see though, the rich dad. Poor oh, is dad. he? Yeah, he's uh, he's. He'll manipulate your mind. He's, he's pretty Yeah, the good. ex-wife used to read he's that stuff. pretty solid. He's got some, yeah. But that's what those guys are. I don't want to say are. how that worked for her, but. Yeah, that's a good point. She went, She was a big fan of the, the rich dad, rich poor dad. dad, poor dad. Yeah, yeah. And she ended up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind bars. <laughs> but the one I didn't say yesterday. She didn't follow the, the, the book to a T. Maybe, maybe not like not doctrine, t- no, but. To uh, a T. Yeah. She was like a uh, one of those uh, religious Maybe people. Maybe a little passive. Christmas and Easter sure. of Rich Dad Poor Dad. Sure. She skipped a couple of chapters. Yeah. That like could be. Don't get indicted and try mm. not to do this, try not to do that. But yeah, and so, speaking of in the real estate you know, scams, the uh, <laughs> band member, I think it's the basis from the Ataris, he's indicted Ooh. on a $27 yeah. million dollar yeah, real estate. He's been stealing real estate money. But I just hope, I, I, you know, I used to hate that, those seminars and those things from those salespeople that are kind of. The the dumb ones tend to come out of those things really fired up because they just they're manipulated really easily they're kind of balls of clay and then they kind of settle back into the deal so you make money for a couple of weeks and then eighty eighty percent do and you start and you start you go away you come out that. you come out on fire again you know it's I just don't understand you can be on fire for sales it's basically something you're going to do John you got to keep it going for twenty one days if you do it for twenty one days. That's the stuff that I just start rolling my eyes. I'm like, See, don't, you only went 20 days. Yeah, don't talk to me like that. You didn't give it the if full If you 21. just stay with my plan. For, I know how you make money. You sell out small venues of people paying $100 to tell them how to make money. You don't make your money the way you're saying you do. You, you, you're a liar is he, what you He are. did at one time. According to him. But this makes more money now. Right. But, yeah, if he was doing it, he would just keep doing that and, like, write a book and throw it out this, the seminar guys, the, the business specialists that go out and bark out at all these salespeople that are kind of – and the only time your boss takes you to that is when you guys are sucking. Then it's so big that the actual guy 
isn't even there. He's on video. They've right. trained teams right, to right. go around. You know what that's like? Scientology. It's the exact yeah. same thing. But they, the, the only squad. time your, your boss never takes the gangbuster awesome staff to the motivational seminar of you suck if you have to not like Eric's going on his own but I mean if you're your if your company's like hey we're taking the whole team to go get all jazzed up Been it there. means you guys suck well you guys were probably sucking at the time you're a bunch of 22 year olds that little balls of clay yep yeah and everybody's going to come out of there going that's as easy because they make it sound changed real my simple. life man <laughs> did it you quit you quit <laughs> being a salesperson that's probably the best thing that happened to you you started working where the money was. Where you don't it, have to it be a took whore. Ten years. Yeah, you don't have to be an absolute slut whore. Yeah, but for the last two or three, you're like, I'm a slut whore. This sucks. I'm bending over backwards for a guy who reupholsters chairs, <laughs> and he's mean to me, and I have to take it. I, I don't mind the seminar part. I hate when you come out of it and start telling everybody how things are cheerleading. It's yeah. The, it's yeah. It's like when somebody's a born again. Yep. They come out and start telling you how your life's wrong and how this is. I've been doing it all. So, okay, settle down. Calm down. It, I have found I, I, the none of what you discovered know how much is of that new. Comes out of that on necessarily on the um, the real estate side. Oh, it's tons. mostly. I see it more on the multi level marketing now. I forget oh. what the um, term is. It's the, yeah. the no real estate side. That. The real estate guys have got those because there's a lot of housewives out there it's who can't figure out distribution. They want the easy way in, and they, they think they're getting secrets unlocked for them rather than just saying you know hard work and paying attention to your gig and stuff. There's some benefits from it. I just don't. I don't mind the, that part. It's just flying out of there, telling everybody how things are going to be different. And you know, oh, I do this now, and that's oh, that's the old me. It's like wow, you are easily manipulated. It's like going to a country concert, and then the next day you show up at work with Pearl a couple snaps. of arrow, yeah, a couple of arrow pocketed shirts and like boots. It's like what happened to Kurt over there? Oh, he went to a country show. He's going to be different for a few days. Yeah, buddy. That oh, yeah, my buddy Kurt. Ironically, oh, really, yeah. Kurt. Okay, yeah. Kurt and I used to listen to rock and roll together all the time, like big into the, the grunge had just started, and he picked up the guitar and he learned fast. And he's picking up all these things. I'm like, that's amazing, Kurt. I just love the music. And Mother Love Bone and all these like other things he was into. Went to one country show with another friend of ours who liked country and came back in a hat and boots. Like a day later. That's too fast. He's like, man, it just, it just touched me. I'm like, no kidding. Then he'd hang out with me again for a little while. Start dressing in flannel and jean shorts. It was the time. It wasn't right, but it's what we did. <laughs> you hang out with Andy. He's in Paisley's and Arrow shirts. It's weird. And that's what I, I just uh, don't change your entire lifestyle because Tom Vu says so. But you can win things. Things are going to be different, man. Going to be different. You don't understand, John. There's so many people yeah. that are testimonies that they changed their life. I know. Tom Vu. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? And it's it? worked. The testimonials work. Yeah, well, Tom Vu, I've met probably no one that's used his program and become rich. So you're right. It is a it is a surefire way to get billions. <laughs> Just count on your count on how how many I mean, name off all the people that did Tom Vu's program and became wealthy in your life. I mean, it's it's an endless stream of names. Oh, wait, I run into none, one a day. None, none, and none. I've done the math. It comes out to zero. Tom Vu's the only one, and the girls who got paid to be on that yacht and the yacht he borrowed. Yeah, glean some information, but don't come out of there like that guy just changed her, your brain. It's he's, scary. He's no Don LaPree. It makes you really kind of realize how easy brainwashing works. Oh, yeah. Because I always wonder, how can you brainwash somebody? And then you watch Elizabeth Smart and say it happened in two days. Yep. It was a repetition situation, and it was fear. Fear of failure, fear of whatever can be played the same way that you're just not good enough, and it's because you're not following my way. 
you, you you're leaving so many dollars on the table. It's ridiculous. The next thing you know, you're you're selling out sixty bucks to say the answers are in his book. Most recent, that family in California, <laughs> oh, thirteen, yeah. Kids. yeah, thirteen kids, and evidently, you know, they just and you can brainwash your own kids a lot easier. That's your job. You're supposed to brainwash them into what you guys believe. But to just grab somebody and pick them up, there's a lot of weak-minded people out there. And two days into it, they'd be doing whatever you want them to, dressing in those paisley shirts with arrow pockets. John, I got a bunch of chick friends. And every year around April, when that concert goes down down in Florence, they become country sluts. For like 18 days. Yep. It's the weirdest and then they go phenomenon. Back. Yeah, it's the strangest thing. It like it like glues itself to them for a little while, and then it kind of wears off with sun. Gee, Joanne, you never listened to country before. <laughs> But this is three weeks now. Yeah. I just country thunder was great fun, and usually it's because they they took a boning from a strange yeah. country guy, and they think that that's the life for them. Another just, fake cowboy. They start hanging out at Toby Keith's every couple of days, and that wanes. They go on a farmers only. Yeah, for a while. Maybe I do like these type of people. Hmm. Trump's not so bad. Uh, Albertsons is where Eric is. 83rd Avenue and Deer Valley Road this morning. Oh, my goodness, does he have stuff. He's got tickets to the Phoenix Open. Uh, you can learn how to get a bunch of free tickets to the Phoenix Open. He's going to Albertsons or Safeway and getting $40 worth of uh, products there that they've got uh, marked for you. And then you can win yourself some tickets to the Phoenix Open. Pretty sweet. KUPD stuff, $50 in Albertsons gift cards. Uh, Supercross tickets, Monster Jam. And, of course, those tickets I've been telling you about. Albertsons, he'll be out there at 83rd Avenue and Deer Valley. Shortly, we'll chat with him. What do you want to do over there, Richard? What would you pick? I didn't. Let's do Devil Drivers since you All right. said it there. I don't even know. Are they coming for sure? Or were they here? The Drive of Devil. Devil Drivers. I heard Mark Randall talking yeah. about him. So, so many shows coming. I can't even keep up. Go to 98kup.com and the Sanderson Ford concert calendar will guide you to the show you want to go to. You ready? Not yet. Oh, come on, man. You just picked it. Well, you can pick any Devil Driver song. I'm not going to be picky. Not at all. End of the line. End of the line. Did you see the guy in Hawaii that had a heart attack because of the uh, missile announcement that, you know, that missile announcement there's, that happened? There's all sorts of... Uh, heart attack and died. Yeah. And now he can sue. The, is, of course he can. How, yeah. how can he sue if he dies? Well, his family can. Okay. His, his family can sue is suing. for, because uh, he killed him with that fake alert. So now she can get some cash off of that, which is, I guess she deserves it. You know, you hear about the stories, people making their... They just got the announcement, yep. and they're calling back to the states. Uh, this is my final call. Just want to yeah, let you know, my buddy John Sharpnick, his uh, sister lives on the uh, Kauai, called him holding the kid, and John said it was a tough conversation because I didn't know it was fake yet. And she said, uh, "We just got the alert. This this is probably it." She's got her brand new kid, and she's telling John, "She's like, uh, anything happens to me, I want you to take the kid." And John said it was the weirdest thing. I said, "You're not going to feel anything." And it was the strangest thing, and then they kind of kind of discovered that it was, it was like John's telling that story. I'm like, Jesus. what do you mean you're not going to feel anything? If that if that hits you, you got nothing to worry about. Oh, it was yeah, a yeah, ballistic yeah. missile headed towards them, and they were they got the alert that it's inevitable in Hawaii, and he called and said, "Don't worry about it. You won't feel a thing." And he said, "I'm not going to have to worry about. You're not going to have to worry about that." <laughs> and then it started to kind of leak out that it may have been a goof. Yeah, there's some people who panicked and did a whole bunch of last calls. That would be horrifying. And now it's the boy who cried wolf. Another one comes up and it says, this is not a drill. You're going to sit there and go, That wow. was in Japan. Japan yeah, yeah. had it let's like two wait, days later. Let's wait this out and we'll see. Yeah, because Japan didn't react. I'm like, oh, it's another goof. So if you get that alert, it's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> probably 
Probably. And if it is, you won't feel yeah, it. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't feel quote it. John on that. It's probably nothing. And Brady's right. Go try to find it. That's what I would do. It's coming towards Phoenix. Where's it going to hit? Camelback Mountain. Going to Camelback Mountain. <laughs> I don't want to be one of them half-eaten up zombies that lives through this. I, want, I don't want to be a guy who has to live underground for a year and a half while nuclear winter. Just The point of that thing just above my head sounds just fine for me. Yeah. Do you want to survive it? If they said it's going to land in Goodyear, wouldn't you head towards Goodyear? John, I played a lot of Fallout 4. Yeah. I think I'm prepared. <laughs> do you have the weapons? Yeah. You do? You went and bought all that stuff? Well, no, but I can fashion you them. You understand. I knew how, how to craft them. them. That's good. That's smart. Yeah, I don't want to be here fighting I've for seen water. I've that documentary on Nagasaki. Yeah. Oh, that's, Survivors. That's, you want to be done too? No. no Brutal. Thank you. No, I'm not doing it. The guy who, they degloved them. No. Yeah. I, if they say it's going to hit here, it's got a hundred mile radius. I'm not going to, I'm not hightailing you it. You want to be blow. like that Look, Pompeii guy? Here's the Crouching? Thing. Here's the deal. In order to be safe, if they told you the only safe place is Globe. Globe, Miami. Find that missile for me and put me under it. Because I'd rather be dead from a missile than live in Globe. Kearney. Globe would be the hot market. Yeah. You can live in Kearney. It's safe. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, where's the missile? I'll take my chances of nuclear winter. I've been to Kearney. No, thank you. That ain't the future for me. And I don't want to fight a guy for a place to poop or, like, the safe water. Nah. Uh, John, it. you think I get out of DUI with a fake alert? <laughs> you got drunk and drove around because you were afraid? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I, thought I'd, I thought I'd be the least dangerous thing on the streets with a missile in the air. We got birds in the sky, man. Give me a break. John, if you think Tom Vu is a hack, what are your thoughts on Dave Ramsey? Dave Ramsey's... More common sense, it seems to me. A free radio show. Yeah. So He's, Dave Ramsey... And they have their a, seminars. He does his outside. seminars, and that's where he makes his real dough. So, and the books. Yeah. I would say that there's, there's, there's again, things to be gleaned from it. I'm sure Tom Vu had things you'd be like, okay, yeah, that's, if you that's do those steps. steps. I'm just, I just get bothered by the people who were down and out, and it took one meeting with a guy, and they think they're going to be billionaires, and they start telling everybody how the world's going to work. You just roll your eyes like, all right, put it into action. Because in a year, if you're not Free rich in a year, money. Yeah, right, that guy. It's just as simple as can be. The the girl that worked with us for a I while. I work from home, Remember five the, hours a week. The girl that uh, worked with us that got involved in that telephone scam. Yeah, the telephone And she was cards. running around telling everybody how stupid they were for not getting involved. You're stupid if you don't get in because I get a, this guy's making 80 grand in three months. I'm like, wow, that's great. 80 grand, three months worth of work. All these students selling phone cards. I'm like, I don't really see a future in it. You didn't go to the seminar, and she's barking at everybody trying to get us by long distance in 2006. I'm like, long distance? I got a, a, Over I'm, half the rates. I don't even – half the rates for what? I don't pay long distance now. Half the rates of zero, I, I don't get. Told her uh, – You're making a mistake. All right. Come back in six months. Right. That's what we both sat and said because yep. she was all fired up from the seminar. And we're like, talk to us again when you're rich. Prove it to me. Come out of this thing loaded up in your and six months. And I'll buy months. in. Yeah, and then I'm in, and I'll, I'll get on board. But right now, it just sounds like somebody who got – Sold a bill of goods, bought into it, and is running around going nuts. Yeah, calm down on Tom Vu stuff. Oh my gosh. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.